Welcome back to the Two Dudes, Three Legs podcast. Today, we're sitting with Taylor. She's training to be on the Paralympic snowboarding team. We're going to find out what happened, her story, how she started snowboarding, and everything that's going on along with it. So, Tony, go ahead. So, I know a little bit about your story. Uh, you were born with club feet, mm-hmm. and you were actually an athlete throughout your whole life. So, you obviously went through your, you know, all the way up to your teenage years, and then it got a lot worse, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you had to make the decision to amputate because pain. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, usually now when someone's born with club feet, they kind of do a more natural correction. They have something called boots in a bar that they'll put your feet in and just slowly turn them back out. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was born, they were kind of in an experimental surgery phase. So they had actually cut uh, both of my feet like all the way open front to back and cut everything and just forced it back into like what the shape of a foot is supposed to be. Uh-huh. Um, so they did that with both feet when I was about six months old to three years old. Wow. Four, four major surgeries then. Um, and so after that, I mean, I remember a little bit of when I was younger, like my feet would turn in, uh, but I don't remember much other than, other than that. And when you were younger, you didn't have any expectation of becoming a bilateral amputee. No, not at, <laughs> no all. not at all. I mean, the only thing my parents told me about it, I saw pictures of myself in casts when I was little, but I just thought, oh, okay. Now they just turn in a little bit. Was it painful it. at all when they, after they did this? Obviously the recovery, but I'm talking about after yeah. that, you know? No, not really. I mean, no? I don't even remember the surgeries because I was too little. Wow. So after and then that, it was, was pretty totally normal mm-hmm. from, from then on out. And then we fast forward to your teenage years when you're about, what, 14, 15? Yeah, about 14. And then you start getting pain. Mm-hmm. And you're playing sports, you're doing what? Yeah, uh, I mostly played basketball. I played basketball and football and volleyball little bit of lacrosse so I did (laughs) a lot of things very athletic okay yeah I just kind of jumped around and I have three brothers who all played football and okay basketball and different things so we would always play together and you know we like to play street football and things like that so I was doing all that and the first time that I started noticing it was just like at basketball practice running around all the time started to get a lot more difficult and uh, we went on a school field trip to Disney for our band and we had to walk around the park all day and I started noticing like my ankles were really hurting and by I like woke up the third morning and my ankle was like three times its normal size and I couldn't walk and I didn't know anything about you know my disability or anything back then so my band director just had to carry me around on his back for like the rest of the (laughs) trip (laughs) Uh, until I got home and soldiered on yeah so what was it though that was happening it was just swelling from it the bones moving again yeah well it was since they had kind of cut everything right when I was born mm. and it didn't get the chance to grow and develop right, because usually now they don't do surgeries until you're done growing um, so that that kind of thing doesn't happen. But I started going and seeing uh, a surgeon in South Carolina and, you know, I wore a lot of medical boots and things like that at first because they just thought, you know, oh, it's sore. He had club foot. Yep. Um, and then my heel was actually like sliding out from under my ankle. So my feet started to kind of fall this way. Oh, wow. And that was the first surgery I had. He was like, okay, we're going to put that back. And um, when he did that surgery, he said that my feet were a lot worse than he thought or that anyone thought. Um, I was missing 85% of the cartilage oh in both my, my feet. <laughs> so just I was pretty much on just bone. walking on bones. Yeah. Oh my God. I got tendonitis. You must have a very high pain tolerance. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I feel like I kind of got used to it and 
I don't know, they would always ask me like on the scale of one to 10, how much does it hurt? And my, my brain would be imagine like being mauled by a bear in the woods and having oh. to crawl back. So I'd be like, I don't know, like three. <laughs> <laughs> this scale was all jacked up. <laughs> this guy's complaining the other day he rolled his ankle or whatever. Oh my God. Oh, you're never gonna live that down. I know bro. I won't, I know I won't. So, so then yeah, how I old don't. are you in 2018 when you, when, so you, it must've been 2017, you're finding out, okay, we gotta do something here. Yeah. How old are you then? Um, when I first started having the conversation, I was 17 because my cousin is actually an amputee also. He mm -hmm. was in a motorcycle accident and lost his right leg below his knee. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to him about that before I had my amputations. And I was like, I'm, I can't even walk anymore. I can't stand up. Like, I'm in a wheelchair all the time. So I'd just rather <laughs> be done with it. Right. And I went in to talk to my surgeon um, and he actually brought it up before I did. And I said, oh, I'm really glad that you brought that up because I wanted to talk about that. Um, and his reaction was kind of, oh, like not right now. <laughs> like that's just an option potentially in the future. But there were some other things that he wanted to try. You were ready to go right there? I was ready to go right there. I was like, dude, I'm going tomorrow. right I'm now. Like, yeah. I got nothing to do tonight. Let's get this going. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> and you did both at the same time, right? No, I did, I did oh. one at a time. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. That's yeah. wild to me. So in 2018, oh. they did the first operation. They took which leg? Yeah, the right one. Okay. Because this one was doing a lot worse. So our hope was that we could just do the one. And then, you know, the other one would kind of mellow out if uh, it didn't. I wasn't putting so much weight on this one all the time. But the opposite kind of happened. And... My left leg got a lot worse as soon as it was the only one because oh, I was putting a lot more pressure on, on it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So then I went back and I was like, "Okay, I like this one. Do the other one, please." What was that period of your life like? Where okay, you just get this amputated. Mm -hmm. You're like, "Wow," you know, going through it. Obviously, it was probably tough. Yeah. And then knowing that you have to do it again, mm -hmm. that must have been like hard. Yeah, it definitely was. I feel like I have a little bit um, different of a story for most amputees because it's not like I just woke up and it was like that yeah, or anything. Right. Um, and the really hard part of my life was before the amputations, like when I still had my feet, because at that time I had um, you know, an invisible disability basically because right. people couldn't see it. So I had a lot of trouble in school. Um, teachers would make comments, my friends would make comments, like people thought that I was basically faking it for attention. Like that, I would just ride around in a wheelchair. <laughs> you just said um, that was even that was the tougher part of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the worst part of my life for sure. <laughs> wow. Um, People literally thought you were just riding around in a in a wheelchair for like clout yeah. or something. Yeah, pretty much. I got yelled at for using the elevator by some of the staff. Um, I had a teacher after I had my first foot surgery who was like, "What's on your foot?" I was like, "A a cast. <laughs> I had foot surgery." And she was like, "Yeah, but why?" I was like, as if I've been telling you about this. Is there so. anything you'd like to say to these people now? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> it's okay. I forgive you. Oh, it's fine. that's being the bigger <laughs> person. There it's, you go. You know, I mean, they couldn't see it. I, I understand to a point. It, it sucked, but, you know, it is what it is. I know they kind of feel bad now, so I don't need to make them feel worse about it. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, when, when I had the amputations, it was interesting because I was in a really depressed part of my life and then the amputations were kind of a way for me to get my life back I looked at so I was kind of excited and relieved about um, the first one and then the recovery was really hard obviously it, it was I was in a lot of pain and um, my legs did not heal correctly so I actually had three revisions on my right leg oh my God. like immediately 
there was one time I, I went in because I kept telling them, I'm like, okay, it's turning black. <laughs> like the staples are coming out. Oh my it's God. not healing. And they, they were just kind of like, okay, well, let us know how it is in a few days. And finally, I was like, I need to go in tomorrow. In a few like, days? <laughs> yeah. It's turning black. Let's go right now. What? They were like, oh, it's the scab. It'll, it'll be fine. And I'm like, no, no. Now the staples have ripped out. Like, oh, it's not. Oh, my God. So I went into that one, and my surgeon goes, so you want to do that tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that tomorrow. So. so you've had a really tough go around with doing everything with your, yeah. from, from start to finish. <laughs> Any anything lately that's been going on that's been, or is um, it? Are, are you settling down a little bit? Is it becoming yeah. a little bit more normal? I think now I'm kind of settling Good. down into it, but Good. I was definitely on a little bit of a high after I got my prosthetic legs. Yeah, and then um, I hit a little bit of a low again because I was just so excited about not having to deal with the pain of my yeah. feet anymore. I didn't really think forward about like what not having legs was going to be like. Yeah. So at first it was just like, oh, this is great. I can stand up and it doesn't hurt. And then you know, I started having socket problems and insurance problems and all of this stuff, and it just really went downhill, and I kind of got in a little bit of a depression again yeah. and uh, kind of had to accept, okay, this is life now, and I'm going to move forward how it is and not yep. try to think about, like, oh, I wish, you know, I was trying to become 13-year-old version of me again. Yeah. Right. And I'm that's like, that's not going to not gonna happen, yeah. you know. It's, this is a new version of me. But. Well, I would assume that, you know, because you said before, off camera, we spoke about snowboarding. You said you didn't even really snowboard before. I snowboarded so. as a kid because I grew up in Michigan, but it wasn't ever like I didn't do anything competitive. I wasn't really into it. It was just like, oh, it's snowing. Let's go hop on a board. So <laughs> is that training to be a Paralympic snowboarder, is that something that's really helping you deal with the, the mental obstacle of, of dealing with being a bilateral now? Oh, yeah, for sure. Attaching to something and, you know, going after it? Yeah, because... You know, when I, I played sports my whole life and yeah. then suddenly I wasn't able to do anything and I just sat in my living room for like six years, honestly. So um, doing this has felt like the first time I've had a goal back and been able to work towards something. And yeah. It's really cool that it's para snowboarding because now I have a bunch of friends on the team who are also amputees and oh, yeah, you know, I learn awesome. a lot from them and there's great you know community and yeah. camaraderie there. There is a great community. I, I wish you could have made it out to the event yesterday. Mm -hmm. It was incredible to have so many amputees out there. And, like, you know, we're all about, with, with Two Dude Three Legs podcast, we love talking about, you know, not just being a survivor, but being a warrior and taking your negative and turning it into a positive. And you've been so good at doing that because, you know, obviously we stalked you. I, didn't see <laughs> I saw your sick workout videos and, like, you. you know, you're really taking it on the chin and, and bringing light to what could have been a very dark situation. So, you know, we're, we love seeing people like you excel. And so we're very happy today to tell you that on behalf of Plug PV and Two Dudes, Three Legs podcast and Giveability, that we've got you two Levitate Blade legs that we're gonna be giving to you. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. I just wanna see you running on them damn things. Of course. It's been such a hard part of this because my insurance is just like, you know, we get you from point A to point B, yeah. everything else is on you. So like, I can't get any kind of sports legs or anything yeah. like that. So it's been, it's been tough. Well, we got you <laughs> too. We got him here. You. They're gonna bring yeah, him over in a second. So. There was a guy who literally has not run since 1993. And he put him on and he was smoking me. I was highly embarrassed. <laughs> nice. Check these bad girls out. Those are the blade legs. Look at these That's two bad so boys. Cool. Nice to finally meet you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for your help, man. You're welcome. This has been 
so cool and such a blessing. <laughs> yeah, super cool. And then, you know, made it all the way out here from Denmark in order to hand it over yeah. to you in person. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's Thank so you. Cool. Do you think they will fit? Let's find out. I hope so. <laughs> well, I do want to try to get them on you, but I do, I want to wrap this up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I always like to ask people at the end of every one of our podcasts, is what's your message to everyone out there? After everything you've been through, if there's any bit of advice you can give to anyone who's going through something similar, what is your advice to them? I think everyone just needs to learn a little bit of empathy. You know, you don't know what other people are going through, so if they're having a hard time, just try to be there for them in the healthiest way you can. And then, you know, for yourself, I think it took me a while to learn the difference between resting and quitting. Um, so make sure that you listen to your body and give yourself rest when you need to and grace, but you know, keep going, keep pushing towards your goals because you'll get there. Even over the stumbles, you'll get there. All right, that was beautiful. Well, Thank listen, <laughs> thanks for coming on the podcast, which was awesome, but obviously our, our reasoning here today was to give you these legs. So let's try them on, let's see awesome. how it works and let's do it. Let's yeah. go, baby. <laughs>